We are back for another Codex Cantina episode, which is just two guys talking literature, trying to make sense of it. Now, we spend a lot of time pushing ourselves, trying to understand this literature, organizing it, and then bringing it to a conversational approach for how we deliver it. And we've absolutely put more money in it than we've gotten out of it. So if you guys are considering supporting this channel, we'd appreciate you checking out our Patreon link at patreon.com slash the Codex Cantina, as well as Ko-Fi of ko-fi.com slash the Codex Cantina. It all helps us in running the show, along with commercials, guys. So thank you so much. We're going to do a quick commercial break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode. I was rolling in my Lincoln. Only thing rolling is that dang storm you have going on in the background there. <laughs> All of our uh, videos today will feature the occasional and the lightning from the strikes. Yeah, the yeah Florida's rolls. not being kind today. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> I didn't lose power though, so I'm okay. <laughs> today we are doing the JFK book tag created by the number one fan, very literary Carrie, who, if when she films her videos, I, I don't think I don't know if you've watched her videos. I don't know if I've sent you a video link of hers. She's got bookshelves of just JFK. It's amazing. And again, if you are here to watch our video, thank you, welcome. But her video, when you're done with this one, she's got like all of this knowledge about JFK. It's fascinating. Now, Crypto, you're a history teacher. Are you big into JFK or what is your experience with him? Uh, uh, I watched the movie. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, I've studied that time period in U.S. history and its implications. And uh, I love how it's used in fiction as well. But and being a history teacher and having standards set by the state of what you have to teach, we don't get to go into a lot of the detail. So I don't get to spend a lot of my teaching time. Thus, I won't invest a lot of my free time when making my lesson plans on the JFK assassination and his life and everything. I mentioned a few, you know, fun little tidbits about him in World War II, kind of the highlights of his presidency and then the assassination and then we move on and i usually kind of and we'll talk about it on question 10 with the uh the speculation of of his assassination i don't go into a lot of detail and i don't i don't let a lot of class discussion happen on it because it's never going to appear on a test unfortunately i have to mm. teach that way well her video if you are interested in this is absolutely chock full and i think she did an amazing job with putting lots of fun historical, like we're history nerds here. All the fun history built into these questions is awesome. So let's get started. And I'm going to start off with mispronouncing things. I, I'm terrible at this. Number one, 10 of us and one more. Rose and Joe Sr. had a boat called 10 of us to signify the 10 members of the Kennedy clan. With the birth of Ted, the family named another boat one more. What book with a large cast of characters would you recommend? I think I've used this one before in some venue. I don't remember what video it was, but I've talked about it. My love for Robert Jordan, but uh, The Eye of the World has a great cast of characters um, with Perrin and Matt and Rand and Egwene, and there's so many characters that are that are in that book, and they're all so unique, and I like that it is reminiscent of like The Hobbit and you know Tolkien and everything, but... I like how Jordan just didn't make them stupid country bumpkins. Like, they're not just going to go, hey, we're going off to an adventure. Mm -hmm. Like, they mm -hmm. question um, Moriana or Moraine. I don't know how to say your name correctly. But, yeah, it, it, it's a good book. I like the cast of characters. 
my my initial response was a fantasy book as well and i was like you know what dude there's gonna be tons of people putting fantasy books for this one like let's what's a literary fiction with a lot of characters and i was like huh it's actually kind of hard to think of because usually there's like goes very deep on one character not like a whole bunch but have you ever read catch 22 uh no i don't think i have Dude, get me a map of all the characters. There's so many damn things. It's probably been 15, <laughs> 15 20 years. I I might not have finished that book. I might have been like, I'm done with this book. I will come back to it when I have a character guide. Like, <laughs> if I recall correctly. <laughs> you need a, you know, a, a YouTube dude, video. <laughs> well, what, watch us go back and do this do this book again. And I'm like, and there's only 10 characters. <laughs> Uh, young uno was but stupid una <laughs> I, I was i was not very good at the reads so <laughs> at the analysis at the analysis all right number two pt 109 what is your favorite book featuring a harrowing survival rescue or war story this was my diorama book that I read and made a little diorama all by my lonesome in the fifth grade. I got third place, and it was based off of Hatchet by Gary Paulson. I absolutely loved that book of the little kid, you know, having the adventure all on his own, and all he had, you know, was his few supplies and his hatchet to survive. And uh, I, I love that book, and it just it gives oh, yeah. me the good, you know, nostalgia feels. Yeah, I read that one too. Uh, you know what I would have thought you would have put for rescue? <laughs> what? Player piano. <laughs> because, because Paul needed rescuing from Anita, am I right? Like, Oh, like... yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In more ways than one. All right. Number three, Addison's Disease. What is your favorite book that deals with disease or the medical field? This isn't my favorite, but it's one that I've read several times because it's re not required reading, but it is one that is used very often in conjunction with literature and history, and that's The Hot Zone. So we usually get those books donated to the school so we'll have a class set we'll all read it together there's an audio version that you can you know give to students that are struggling readers and it you know starts a lot of good conversations but i had a backup answer for one of my favorite books that i don't know if i've ever mentioned is um the uh, uh Joe Joe Ledger, I think, is the series. But the very first book is Patient Zero by Jonathan Mayberry. And I absolutely love those books. And it's all kind of about, you know, these um, apocalyptic type events that are happening. And, you know, the one guy, this superhero dude that has no powers is going to save the day. And uh, Patient Zero is a good start because it's kind of like a zombie apocalypse thing. You know what I put was, um, I don't know if you watched our, our discussion on it, but I did a video on Chew image comic did you see that one yeah yeah i watched that one you and leslie so so there's a pandemic that happens that kills millions of americans because they ate chicken so chicken becomes <laughs> illegal <laughs> it's a personal nightmare of mine because i love chicken all right number four camelot what real or imaginary dynasty would you like to read more about I think you'll be happy with my choice here. I would love to learn more about the Han Dynasty uh, or the Jin Dynasties of China because as growing up as a kid, 
I was so obsessed with the video games on the Nintendo and Super Nintendo, Romance of the Three mm-hmm. Kingdoms, with Lu Bu mm-hmm. and Cao Cao and everything. And I've studied some time period for my AP World History classes, but I love the fascination of the warring kingdoms and tribes and how everything kind of broke down in China at the time period. So I, I would like to learn more about that. Totally different era, but actually I was looking at recently a fantasy book that has to deal with the opium wars in China. So it's a fantasy book based in that era, inspired by that era, I guess I should say, uh, that I thought was kind of interesting. We should talk about that off camera to see if that would be you know, a good fantasy one to jump into next. Now, my answer actually is fantasy for this one. I put The Way of Kings, actually, which I know we didn't have like the highest review of, but I'm super interested to learn more about that world, specifically Seth. Heck yeah, that guy was awesome. And Team Dallin, our what up? So in my opinion, <laughs> that would be something I'd love to dive more into. Right, Number five, enough. High Hopes. Frank Sinatra re-recorded the song for Kennedy's 1960 presidential campaign. If you ran for office, what would your campaign song be? Another Brick in the Wall, part two by Pink Floyd. All in all, it's just another brick in the wall. Hey, teacher, leave those kids alone. (laughs) All right, number six. We chose to go to the moon. Name the last book you read that was set in space. I thought about this one. You and I have the same book, Thrawn, but that's actually not true. Sort of, if we get to cheat a little bit, which we always do here. What did we read this morning? I was going to cheat for this one. How could you cheat on this one for me? (laughs) (laughs) Of course you're going to cheat on this one because we're the same person, basically. Yeah, all right. What was your cheat answer then? It was Blackest Night. We read it this morning. Oh, that's Comic book. It's set in space. The the Lanterns. Right. Yeah, I have been reading the uh, Green Lantern Blackest Night series yeah uh that is true that definitely beats you were gonna say thrawn greater good right now i actually i'm gonna do a throwback because i was like well what's our non-star wars answer to this and then i guess i should ask you because you apparently have a better memory than me i can't even remember what i read this morning apparently (laughs) (laughs) excluding star wars what is the last book based in space you and i read and i I could be wrong on this i'm um artemis yeah that's what i was gonna say it was artemis yeah I actually really like that one, but our friend like Angela oh. at Literature uh, Science Lunch pans it. Can't stand jazz. And I'm like, can't like what? That book was jazz, amazing. Man. And the audio book with um, Ahsoka, not actually interesting, <laughs> but the girl that actually plays that's not um, Ahsoka. That's, that's, oh, she plays older Ahsoka. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, memory, R- memory, Rosar- memory. Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, is she the voice narrator for that book and is amazing in it. And I loved that book. That book was a great. Andrew Weir just I do. is so good. I do. Wow. I, I, I'm I really surprised she didn't like that. I really liked it. But uh, well, we, I think she said that the main character graded her a little bit. I can mm. understand. She was definitely sassy, right? And uh, if you don't appreciate that, there's there's probably more to her opinion I would link her video. I'll just link to her channel. I, I would link to her video if I could remember which one it was. It was like, I think when she first started book two, she probably doesn't want me to point to that video. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, don't go watch seven. our gunslinger video. <laughs> right. Hey, don't, don't watch our of mice and men talk. That is. <laughs> oh, it, it's grading. <laughs> All right. Number seven, coconut, the coconut shell. JFK carved a rescue message on during the PT 109 incident was encased in plastic and used as a paperweight in the Oval Office. Do you have uh, any neat items or mementos? 
I do. And side note, that is one of the fun little facts that I tell my students about JFK of him getting rescued and, and that being on his desk. And I show the picture. I'm like, look, there's the coconut, the one that they found. And they always think that's really cool. So sometimes those little, uh, you know, neat stories help them remember some uh, more important I, details about World War II. But my and own I think Carrie personal- just teased getting like the coconut for her channel too. She's like, hey, I got the coconut. And then she didn't show it. Can you believe that? Like, petition time people like we need this coconut in our lives am i right <laughs> oh for sure uh so i do have my little uh knickknack here but um a little bit of story so i've been teaching for 15 years now and uh when i got into teaching um I wasn't the most patient of individuals and my mother and my sister kind of always tease me about that of, you know, how are you going to survive teaching kids and being with them all the time? Cause I had a short temper and at the end of my very first year teaching, <laughs> well, uh, what my, do you mean had a short temper? This, it's gone. <laughs> uh, I'm better about my temper and I become much more patient with, students and and working with them and understanding and being empathetic with them. I, I've come a long way in 15 years, but at the end of my first year, uh, my sister, as kind of a gift, um, got me my own bobblehead because I love bobbleheads, and I have a whole bunch of different bobbleheads from different uh, Star Wars and all kinds of different movies and shows and everything, and this is my bobblehead. That's uh, me and uh, she got a picture of me, a much younger version of me. She sent a picture into a website, and they make your own bobblehead. So there it is. So it's kind of neat. So that's what I have sitting on my desk at school. Well, geez, thanks. Now that ruins my Christmas idea that I was going to get you. <laughs> you can get an what older a... version of me with the full beard because that just has a goatee. <laughs> what a what a scandal! I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, number eight scandal. What personal or political scandal would you like to read more about? I would love to know more about Kathleen Kennedy. Ah, see what I did there? And Star Wars mm. and Disney. This is JFK. I would yeah, love to know yeah. more behind the scenes stuff of all the inner workings, what's going on between Lucasfilm and Disney and Star Wars and all that and the stuff with everything. Ooh, that's probably some juicy gossip there. <laughs> Dude, you just want to know who to blame for the travesty known as episode eight of Star Wars is what I think. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie that we do not speak of around here. And the whole thing of like, they I, I get it. They they spent $4 billion or whatever it was buying the rights from George Lucas and they needed to make money ASAP. I get it. I understand it. But I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in some of those pitch meetings of the decisions they were making and the choices oh that they made and... Now they're trying to retcon everything with, you know, the amazing TV shows. I, I love Bad Batch. I love Mandalorian. Uh, it's, you know, and, and the, the Marvel stuff they're putting out is fantastic, too. So I just I would love to be back in 2015 when they were making some of these decisions after they required the rights to to Star Wars. <laughs> Number nine, Peace Corps. What book made you a better person? So I think there's always the cheesy answers of, you know, the giving tree that I've talked about or the places we will go, um, where the sidewalk ends. Um, I think probably one that is very common for a lot of people to put life in perspective is Uncle Tom's Cabin. Wow, that that book's a game changer. It really does bring to heart 
how rough life was for people in the 1800s that were slaves. And for me, it makes me want to be a more caring and compassionate person. And that really, that really hits you in the feels. Not only historically is it monumental, but um, it just shows to go, it, it goes to show what people endured and how easy I have it as a person in the, in 2021. That or, the easy baked donut cookbook because when you eat donuts, it makes you a better person. So, so either one of those, it's kind oh of a toss God. up if you ask me. It's oh it's, wow, cut, cut all of this, delete. It's really, it's really good. I don't know, I don't know if I've ever fully expressed on this channel my obsession with donuts. Like, do you do you guys know about my like my donut obsession? Like in terms of like when I go to a new place, like. The first thing I look up is where do I go get donuts? Like I have to try local donuts. Like that's like my jam. Interesting. Do you, you know that I, I never, don't? Have, have I never told you that story? No, but you tell me, and then I'll tell you how I feel about donuts. No, I mean it's not like I mean I have to tell you about a story about every place that I go to. Like when oh. when Christie's father found out that I was obsessed with donuts, like they're like, oh, well, we got to go to this donut place. And it was awesome. Like, I was really like, I got Frosted Flakes donuts. I got donuts with pretzels on them. Like, I love trying just like lots of different types of donuts. And um, the best is when I went to um, Outer Banks area, like out on the East Coast, they've got a bunch of different donut places. But one of my favorite places to go to is called Duck Donuts for those people that out on the East Coast that know about that. Um, and what I loved, and I knew my son was going to have this reaction because he loves donuts too. We went in <laughs> to, to Duck Donuts and it's got one of those machines that just like, like it's a machine that just boop, just poops out donuts. It's a it's a donut pooping machine, right? And a it just poops it out, machine. and it goes down this this little conveyor belt where it gets fried, and then you get it, and you get to decorate it with whatever you want. And my son thought it was like the coolest thing ever, and I was like, I am such a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel bad. I should have known this, and you didn't ever directly tell me this, but when we hung out many years ago at the uh the theme park you were very adamant about going to the um homer simpson donut place remember right there at the end when we were leaving and we went there and we got like the eight dollar donuts and i was like oh my god i just spent eight dollars on a donut and i remember you being very very excited yeah 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 donuts they're so good so good who knew that in question nine would reveal my fetish with donuts okay number <laughs> hold 10 hold on, conspiracy. Hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on so I want you to, I want to break your heart here. Anytime there's donuts at school, you know, they'll be donated because there are a whole bunch of old donuts or, you know, administration will buy us donuts for something or, you know, parents will donate them or whatever. And there'll be donuts in the admin and I'll go in there and I open up the donut box. And do you know what I do? You throw it out? Nope. I, no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't waste. If someone else wants to get diabetes, that's fine. Um, I smell them. And then I walk away because <laughs> if you smelled it, you've tasted it that and I, I'm always very impressed with my own my own willpower because I do love donuts. They are delicious, uh, but I'll just open a box and I'll give it a good sniff. And then I close the box and I walk back to my classroom. <laughs> Dude, if, if we were like at the same school, like, like once a week, I would bring you donuts, specifically you. I'd be like, hey, I brought you some donuts. You're like, 
oh, dude, I don't eat them. And like, like when the camera cuts back to me, my mouth is already full of a donut. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, forgot. <laughs> I would grab the extra donut and give it to you. Because I love you. <laughs> All right. Question 10, conspiracy. What are your thoughts on the Kennedy assassination? Uh, I, I think it that it was old, oldly by himself. Um, I don't subscribe to any of the conspiracy theories. And um, I personally think it's kind of, it's fun, but I mean, it's, it's fiction. Um, I don't want to say it's nonsense because it is fun. It's entertaining. It makes good movies or, you know, discussions, but there's not a lot of historical, actual evidence that can be put together that would give any credibility to you know the the conspiracy theories in my mind um i've seen too many times where people take these you know very loose ideas and try to mash them together like the ideas of the the assassination of kennedy and lincoln um and i've seen emails and and students have brought me this big oh have you seen this you know like there's all these cool things like they're linked and i'm like no they're not you're 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 drawing conclusions and fallacies where there are none because it sounds good in your mind, in my well, humble we'll opinion. I, I I can feel, like I imagine like Carrie is reaching through the camera right now and just, she wouldn't tell you, but she's going to grab your hair and just yank it around a little bit because I can, if you watch her video, she's so passionate about this one. I, I like, just, she goes off. I love it. Go watch her video. <laughs> Don't watch ours because we're not as passionate about JFK. Uh, as as she is so go check out her video we implore you subscribe to her all that fun stuff um you know usually there's like a question at the end like who do you tag if you're still watching at this point we tag you go <laughs> we'll, we'll take a couple but like alan from big hard books and classics i don't think i've seen you do this tag oh okay here's a good one i want to see what angela thinks about the <laughs> space answer and i want to hear why she hates artemis so much so you're tagged <laughs> all right guys thank you for subscribing hint hint if you haven't already get that button pressed and watching this video all the way to this moment. I have been your tour guide, Una. Thank you for flying uh, Codex Cantina Airlines. Patreon. Patreon. We, 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 Patreon. Oh, Patreon. We post Patreon links down below and post videos every Monday and Thursday. Thank you. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>